What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Phil and Leroy the Judgmental Podcast. I'm Leroy. On this week's episode, Jay and I had a discussion about the top, the Billboard Top 25 Rap Producers of All Time list, and we had a discussion on the most streamed songs of 2023 on Spotify. We recorded this doing our top albums, our favorite top albums of 2023. Um, we had a discussion afterwards. We were done and we recorded it. And um, take a listen and let us know what you think. So, all right. Uh, did you watch the Little Brother documentary? Now, yeah. before you before you talk about it, I think I got in like 40 or 50 minutes in. I got to the part when it really started going to shit and the uh, label dropped them. When you was talking about Knife Fonte or the Knife Wonder thing, that's why I started laughing because I uh, went apart when uh, he wasn't going to. Uh, Jay Z's the one that ruined the group because he stopped. He, he wasn't uh, going on tour with him. And they was like, well, no, we're little brother. And he just. <laughs> And he shows up, the label, uh, they was overseas, and uh, a label wanted Knife Wonder to go. So they was like, well, look, if you want him to go, then you pay him to, to, to uh, show up. So they paid him. He showed up with his wife, so they got pissed that day. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Fonte pulled no punches. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it it's almost like you should have known better than bringing her. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I, I can see that make anybody mad. Right. That's all. Yeah. That's almost like a F you to the group mm-hmm. because you, you should have known better. They don't have their wives or girlfriends with them. So why are you bringing yours? It, it's like, yo, y'all having a damn vacation or something. I mean, I sure love to go on vacation with my wife. Exactly. I was going to say when I saw them perform, I think the only reason based off of the, the documentary, I, I wish Knife would, you know, would be able to tell his side of the story, though. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the only reason why I saw or not why I saw, but why Ninth was at that concert was because it was in North Carolina. Yes. I think that's the only reason why. <laughs> and uh, I think it was Fonty was talking about how uh, this like their first tour. And they were so excited to go on tour and they thought the tour was going to be like uh, the Jay-Z documentary. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They're on tour with hieroglyphics, man. Like, it's not going to be a Jay Z. Nah, them them dudes in hieroglyphics. Like I remember being at that concert and just noticing like how they set up merch and they ran like clockwork. Mm-hmm. And this this is a fan. I was I was in college. I was just a fan of theirs and stuff. And I noticed that just just straight up when I got there. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it was nothing like uh, that. It was, it was, it was, it was one of the best concerts I've been to, though. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yeah, that we had to uh, sleep on a Winnebago, and then they had uh, the the flip on who would get the the bed, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they thought it was gonna be like uh, the documentary. <laughs> yeah, they were way off with that one, right?" <laughs> Now, how'd you like the uh, intro documentary? Now, I saw uh, the whole... Oh, you finally saw the whole thing? Yes. Uh, I agree with what you said as to how... Like what you said about how record labels mess up something good, but... Yep. I mean, if you think about it during that time, R&B was starting to fade anyway. Like, they came out right when 90s R&B, let's put it in that, in that, that little bracket. Yeah, yeah. They came out when 90s R&B was at its peak, its sweet spot. 
Then a few years later, this is what I always say about R&B, like hip hop kind of ruined R&B. And that was like the very tale beginning of it. Yeah. And then, too, that's also when um, record labels kind of ushered their way more into uh, black music. Like, I mean, there's a stark difference between, let's say, 1990 and 1996, you know, and I'm talking about hip hop and R&B and stuff. By the time, by the time, you know, uh, what was it? Was it Clear Channel? Is it before that? But like, yeah, they they bought all that. Like, you know, everything started changing. Yeah, everything started, and it and it got for the worst too. I mean, there was still some pretty good acts out, but you could tell like things were changing a little bit too much, and they wouldn't last long. I mean, in hindsight, you could tell it wasn't gonna last that long. They uh, actually got into that in the Little Brother documentary, also. Well, we talked about that numerous times. Music was very regional. Back then, you can go, you can live in one state, you can go on the next state, and it's the you turn on the radio, and the songs are totally different from the state you just left. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, since they did that telecommunications act, like like you said, Clear Channel can buy up every radio station, and they can just play. They can just have one set list or playlist or whatever you want to call it, and they just play that in every city. Yeah, and that made it more. That made it easier for these record labels to capitalize off of it and be like, right. okay, look, you know, I don't want you to be that different. I want you to be like this, and we're right. gonna market you like this, and we'll make money from marketing you this way. Right. So yeah, they were a great group, though. Like they were. Uh, I remember. I remember. Uh, was it New York under? You know, remember how? <laughs> remember how Fox had all the uh, the black shows. Yes. Thursday night. I think it started on Sunday, then it moved to Thursday. Yeah, because Sunday you had the Living Color. Yeah. And then, and then Thursday, Thursday went, uh, Martin. Martin. Living uh, Single. In New York Undercover. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I remember um, when New York Undercover came on, they would always play the intro commercial. Remember they used to have commercials for albums and stuff? Yes. Like, that releases. Yeah, I remember, I remember their commercial as clear as day because they always had it playing sometime during the new york undercover show mm-hmm. so yeah they they should have blown up even more but yeah they just they just messed it up yeah the the label killed shit mm-hmm. and they did uh they did the separating thing they did the less less that's let's separate kenny from the rest of the guys and like oh. how they said that how he he would be only one there that would They'll be sitting around home thinking like, well, damn, when we going to the studio? <laughs> and he'll be already there. Yeah, that's the label's fault. But mm-hmm. my thing is, uh, it, it's kind of there. It's, well, it's, it's more the label's fault, but actually, uh, Kenny should have said something. If we're, we're in a group and I'm the only one here, well, I'd be like, well, where's everybody else at? Well, no, well, I'm not doing that until blankety blank gets here. That's true. But then it's like, you know, you're younger, you got people in your ear, you got all this newfound fame. And he was a prolific writer, too. And money. Yeah. So well, that's, that's exactly that's that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Money naturally comes with that. So, right. Yeah, that's going to make. Well, I'm not going to say it's going to make you, but it definitely does kind of it, it will push you if you let it. hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's just. <laughs> 
that 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 uh, documentary was a prime example as, as to what happened to a lot of acts during that time. You know, it's messed up. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you didn't see the uh, dress from Black Sheep. Nah, I, yeah, I, I still have. Well, I, I haven't been in the house at all this week. But uh, yeah, I'm eventually going to see it, though. I still got the link and everything. I'm gonna watch it. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like Drez, Drez is a. I, I I haven't even seen a documentary, but I know enough about him to know he has a really interesting backstory. Like very interesting. He's like he's. You look at his 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 life, his period up until uh, I guess up until he got with Native Tongues. You wouldn't think he would be part of Native Tongues at all. Right. You think he'd be. Right, you think he'd be like a gangster rapper, but they didn't get into any of that that stuff. They, oh, okay. n- no, they just got into the the native tongue. You know how they had a big hit record and all that stuff. They didn't get into the before stuff. Uh, oh, they okay. they kind of sort of got into it, but not really. Mm-hmm. But no, they didn't really get in there. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, because that I mean that he could do a whole documentary on that. Right. That's, I mean, I find that way more fascinating, actually, you know, from from, you know, that period on. I mean, he does was it his autobiography. I think that's on his second album where he makes a song about some of it, his backstory and stuff. Right. Right. So on December the 27th, Billboard.com lists the 25 graders reproduces all time. The staff. Uh, I'm going to name these staff artists. Is is Carl, a staff artist? Well, the staff. I'm gonna mention the staff names. Is Carl Lemay, Damian Scott, Andrew Underbogger, Gal Mitchell, Ron Rays, Mark Elbert, and Michael Sapona. This this is their 25 greatest rap producers of all time. Now I'll mention the the, the people. The the I'll mention the the number they in and the the uh, producer. You can chime in if you want to. Just, just stop me. Okay. All right. We're going to go from number 25, <laughs> Organized Noise. It's going to shit right there. <laughs> I mean, it depends on who. It, well, remember what we said? We said regional stuff. So, really, in that case, it, it really could depend on where they're from, though. But um, I'll, 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 you know, talk about that later. Number 24, Ninth Wonder. Number 23, the bomb squad. All right, let's stop right there. <laughs> should not be in the top 25. He's a great, you know, he's he's great at what he did, but like, no. The Kendrick, the Kendrick not shit. Before, not before uh, organized noise already. They're from the South. Like, Ninth Wonder is technically from the South, too. So it's like you can't put it, it, yeah, it don't make no sense. It's the Kendrick shit. It's the Kendrick suit. His stuff is on damn. So they, that that's why these guys, and they're probably young too. That's why they're that's, all. See, this is the problem anyway. Well, what, what, what top? See, this is, well, I'll talk about this later. I'll get into that later. Go ahead. Uh, number 23, the bomb squad. Mm-hmm. Number 22, Larry Smith. Larry Smith was like one of the first rap producers out there, uh, did the run DMC shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houdini also. Yeah. Number 21, your boy Jay Dilla. Number 20, Metro Boomin. All right, wait, let's stop for a second. <laughs> I mean, not Metro Boomin, but with, see, this is, this is what, 
and my my friend uh, my friend mentioned this about like he sent me this thing um, about what his other friend said about said something about Alchemist and Madlib being one note producers and stuff. And in my head, I'm like, Madlib does Madlib actually produce like Jay Dilla like. I don't know, because to me, a producer is a person who goes in with an artist and they have them do stuff right. for a song. It's almost like going back to the Little Brother documentary, how they were saying that, uh, you know, when it got towards the end, that uh, Knife Warner was just giving them beats. Yeah. He so wasn't really producing anything. He just gave them beats and and the engineer, you know, put all that stuff together. I mean, as much as I, because I'm a Mad Lib stan, but it's like I see him more as a beat maker than producer, though, because right. like he's known for just making tons of beats and he just sends them out to people and then they just make songs with what he has. And with 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 Jay Dilla, I mean, outside of Slum Village, like, what did he? I know he made beats, but like, what? How did he? I only know. See, I've I've got the uh, my friend gave me the the um the the biography on 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 Jay Dilla, mm-hmm. and I don't recall anything in the book where he's actually sitting with an artist and being okay, like go like this, do like this. Right. It's more like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he made this beat. It's crazy how he did this beat. And it's not taking anything away from him, but with people, and I might be wrong, and it'd be it'd be nice if somebody you know who's listening to this would like comment and be like, no, he he he's a producer. He did X Y Z with this person on this song or this album besides Slum Village, but with Madlib and Jay Dilla and well Knife Wonder too. To me, they're more beat makers than producers. Right. To where it's like, and I know Dr. Dre's gonna be high on this list. Uh, we'll get to it. <laughs> well, wait, wait. Before you get to that, I just want to say, like, Dr. Dre is somebody I see more as a producer than a beat maker. Right. Uh, number nineteen, Hit Boy. Number so eight, it was Hit Boy and Metro Boomin, right? Metro, Metro Boomin is twenty. Metro uh-huh. Boomin is twenty. Uh, Hit Boy is nineteen. Yeah. Number eighteen, No ID. N- number 17 fo- uh, number 1740 <laughs> what 17 who 40 you know drake's uh main producer 40 see they haven't heard of no id until he made that record with jay-z probably agreed number 16 your boy you just mentioned mad lit mm-hmm. number 15 is Rick Rubin. Of course, Rick Rubin, Rick Rubin won the first hip-hop architects. Yeah. Number 14, the Hitmen. The Hitmen was Bad Boys uh, sta- um, producers. Mm-hmm. Um, Chucky Thompson. Uh, um, Derek D-Dot. Uh, you seen the you... interviews with D-Dot? Yeah. Were you talking about on Mad Poffer? He's been he's been like in a few other places too, but yeah, Math Hoffa would count. Yeah. Um uh Ryan Leslie. Mm-hmm. Um um Mario Winans. I'm trying to think of other people that was on there. Um what's the dude that's on? Uh, the guy that's on um goodness gracious. The Love and Hip Hop. He was a, a hitman. Oh, yeah, wait. I can't think of his name, but I, know, I see his face is in. I, I, yeah, I got his face in my head though. 
Yeah, so the Hitman was the ones that did all of the stuff back then. The Biggie Mace, the Puff Daddy, the Faith, mm-hmm. and all that stuff back then. Number 13, who I'm, I was shocked that he was this high on the list. Number 13 is DJ Quit. Mm-hmm. Num- okay. num- number 12, Manny Fresh. Number mm-hmm. 11, Pete Rock. Mm-hmm. Number 10, Just Blaze. Number 9, Timberland. I don't see how they could put Just Blaze over any. I'm not Just Blazes, but he didn't. He 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 doesn't have that much of a catalog compared to like some of the others, though. Yeah. Uh, okay, number nine, Timberland, and you could say the same thing as number eight, Swiss Beats. I never understood Swiss Beats. I never got. I, he gets way too much credit than yeah, what. Yeah, I don't. Don't get it. Like he's not, not a bad producer. Don't get me wrong, but it's like Agreed. for somebody put him to put him in the, to, the higher echelons of like I don't get it. I never got it neither. I don't get it. I never got it neither. Number seven, Molly Mall. Man, they got him at seven. <laughs> okay. Number six, Q-Tip. Surprised they got him that high. Uh, yep. Number five, the Neptunes. Yeah, they're young. Who did this? They were young. Number four, DeRiza. Mm-hmm. Number three, I'm shocking he was this high, DJ Premier. Mm. And I want you to guess, out of all the people we didn't name, who's number two? Well, well, not on your book, but who do you think that the, the, the uh, producers I just named from the staff of Billboard.com, who do you yeah. think they would have as number two? Not, not in your opinion. No, I'm not. My opinion is moot. They don't count at all in this. I know that. But, um, right. who, who you think is number two? You're going to say Deb. I should have said his name. I don't know because Dr. Dre has to be number one, right? Go so, No, name number two. That's what I'm saying. I, don't, I can't think of anybody for number who. Number two is Kanye West. Oh. Yeah, they're and, young, man. <laughs> and, you, and you just already said who's number one. Yeah. No, nah, Kanye. I figured he'd be. I figured he'd be uh, top somewhere in top five. All right. Forgot all about him though. But when they were, but that's how that goes to show how much I don't care for dude's music. I guess though. <laughs> Your yeah. boy Kanye was. Yeah, yeah, my guy. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I mean those lists don't surprise me. With DJ Premier though, is everybody loves the nineties. Hmm. So that's not surprising him, RZA, Pete Rock, and Q. I knew they would have Q-Tip on there just because this is the era that loves the 90s. They think the 90s is the best decade ever. Yeah, and they like uh, Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, so I, I, but I didn't think he'd be that that high up on the list, though. And RZA, you already know that RZA was going to be a high because yeah. they like the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, th- yeah, these, mag- well, th- this is what, this is what, uh, also annoys me about the hip hop fifty thing because you got all these publications who were who were doing these lists when knowing damn near damn near thirty years ago they couldn't care less about any hip hop act whatsoever because hip hop was dangerous thirty years ago Snoop Dogg was was dangerous da- Snoop Dogg was the most dangerous rapper <laughs> in the world oh yeah years ago. Yeah. I mean rap music was something that those ghetto thugs did yeah so. <laughs> That's why these these lists are like, eh, you know, they just capitalizing off of it now that it's so popular, you know. So that list don't surprise me. I mean, 
I, I am surprised though that they did have some of them on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Metro Boomin and Hit Boy. I guess Hit Boy's been on a run with Nas. Right. Um, thing was, who else was there? Anything? Who else was like kind of left? Feel like somebody who's new that that probably shouldn't have been on there. Um, you know, I'm surprised they didn't have Alchemist on there. No, Alchemist don't have that that big uh, hit song. Alchemist just do a Mad lot Lip of don't shit. Either, though. That's what I'm saying. No, Mad no, Lip but he has Mad Villainy, and they like MF Doom. Okay, that's the only reason why he's on that list too. By the way, yes, just like Forty. 40, 40 has the Drake hits on hits in his back belt, yeah. so that's why he's seventeen. Yeah, Mad Lib has has the Mad Villainy album, and, and people love the Mad Villainy album. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned Freddie Gibbs on here, but Freddie Gibbs is too underground for people to be paying attention to. They they would know. I think the people like like nah, I would say with know? this generation, nah, because there's no underground anymore with this younger generation. Okay, so you don't think Freddie Gibbs is more known for his antics rather than his music? No. Okay. Because people are already listening to Freddie Gibbs before. Like I said, there's there's no such thing as there's no such thing as underground music. That that's 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 been done away with a, a, a super long time ago. So it's easier to have access to it. It's just like what I always said about Mad Villainy. I think that was the first record that was underground but later became a hit and that's 2004 right so i mean yeah there's there's no more underground it's just easy to run across whatever you it's just easy to run across stuff randomly these days right but um yeah it's uh, you know those lists it's, it's hit based it is it's mm-hmm. hit based i mean I'm, I'm, who else did they have that didn't that probably shouldn't have been on there Oh, uh, well, I mentioned 40. Um, well, yeah, they like Drake, so. Uh, yeah. who, well, we already said Swiss shouldn't be, be on. <laughs> Swiss beats shouldn't be. I've never got the Swiss. How I, he just, yeah, I don't. But then again, it could be the producing part, not the beat part. I mean, right. maybe he does know how to mold an artist or make something with an artist rather than just say, OK, here's a beat here. Sing over it or rap over it. All right. Uh, I'm shocked that Larry Smith is on the list. Oh, that's because they wanted to show that they know some stuff. That's all what that is. They, so like, the, they, they, picked up, they, they picked up a couple of Run DMC records. Oh, Larry Smith. Okay. <laughs> oh, so you're saying the same thing with Rick Rubin and Marley Marl? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Marley Marl should be like top five. Yeah. Matter of fact, he should be top three. Uh, other than that, other than the artist that uh, the um, 40, 40 Swiss Beats and Ninth Wonder, everybody else should be uh, Metro Boomin. But see, Metro Boomin have big hit songs, so they're going to put him on there as mm-hmm. a top producer. And Hit Boy had, has uh, his songs, too. And like you said, the Nas stuff. And Nas did win a Grammy for that album, for Best Rap Album. So, mm-hmm. And he produced all of it. So I guess you got to put him on the list. But yeah, other than that, the, uh, I'm not going to do any rankings. But the producers that they have on here, other than the ones we just mentioned, they should belong. Not in the ranking-wise, but I'm talking about, you know, as top producers. 
they need to talk about criteria though as far as like who they again like the beat makers or producers and hits or cult stat you know what i mean like how do you make those lists anyway right the, the those lists are usually terrible though to me it's a bad list but like you said i think they generally did a decent job at naming most of the people in there that should be mentioned oh well besides kanye west i don't think he should be like that high at all like but then this is that's that's me like you know, you know how i am right uh <laughs> now here we go we got spotify's list of uh i'm gonna only do 20 of the top songs of uh 2023 song wise mm-hmm. as look of it these are songs that i've never listened to um i'll name the song and you can chime in we have number 20 travis scott's my eyes at 188 million i try listening to travis scott i can't <laughs> it's a generational thing like what do you what do you think about his music <sighs> not for me no yeah. disrespect, but it's not for me. It's, it's the same thing how I feel about Drake. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't disrespect Drake. I, I actually think he's a rapper. I think he's also a rap rapper guy, but his music is it's just not for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got uh, 19, you got Metro Boomin' Callin' featuring Swagger Lee, NAV, and A Boogie with the Hoodie at $190 million. I only heard of A Boogie with the Hoodie. Now, who Metro Boomin like I? Oh, uh, you know Sway Lee from um. Oh, Sway Lee from oh yeah from what you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He still makes music. Ray Ray Shrimmer. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know he still made music. Uh, you have Jack Holland loving Jack Harlow. I'm sorry, loving on me at 196 million. I've never heard anybody say yeah. I love Jack Harlow. For him to get all these damn listeners, but that's just it's a younger generation. <laughs> like I did, I, that what was that song? That first song he did, or that popular song? I thought that was the. I like the beat at least. Uh, the first class, I something. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I like the beat to it, but I mean, I think what was it? We he was it the MTV Awards or something like that. Me and my wife were watching it, and she was just like, "Who's that?" Yeah, like, <laughs> so it's like a regular dude. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tell her don't look at that new uh that new version of White Man Can't Jump. Oh Lord. Oh, you talking about such a shitty movie? I, we, I, I didn't even want to entertain that, man. We did it. We I did a review of it on one of these uh TV episodes on Yeah. Oh man, that shit was so <laughs> shitty. That shit was so shitty. I'm like, I can't believe I waste my time looking at this. <laughs> and it, it it's just it, it's just and then the young people gonna look at that. And not look at the first one. You better look at the first one. The first one was better, better uh, written and directed than that shit. Mm-hmm. And plus, too, it's a different time period. Nobody's shocked by a white dude with basketball skills compared to you know late eighties, early nineties stuff, man. So right. And then they say, well, you know. And then they they get, oh, you know, our boy uh, Kenyatta Burris, he uh, directed it, so you already know it's gonna be. Shitty stuff about race and everything. Yeah. I don't know why that guy keeps getting movies and everything. I don't find him good at all. But you know, when white people they do this, black people we do this. Urgh, talk that kind yeah. of talk. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on now, give me a break. So the black dude didn't know anything about meditating. So, well, what's meditating? So Jack Harlow had to show him how to meditate. Are yep. you kidding me? Are you shitting me? Mm-hmm. So we got number 17, Travis Scott telekinesis with Future and Scissor at 200 million. Oh, yeah. You know what? I like the Scissor record. That's one I forgot to mention. But yeah. you know what somebody I know said about her? They said she she, she makes loser side chick music. <laughs> I had to laugh at that one. <laughs> Overall, I mean, I, I like the stuff she does, though. Number number 16, you got Drake, I Don't Give a Fuck, featuring Yeet at 214 million. All oh, that meme, that little internet memes and making rounds, making fun of uh, Drake on that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got 15, Travis Scott, Meltdown, featuring Drake at 243 million. Well, damn, is that all? It's just like people only listen to like five artists over and over again. I really want to see what people see in Travis Scott. Now, I'm not saying he's a bad artist because my ears are not for his music, but like, what else is it about him mm-hmm. for people to listen to his music so much? You you fourteen. You got Doja Cat, uh, Angora Hills, two hundred forty six million. You got thirteen. Travis Scott Fiend featuring Playboy Cardi at two hundred fifty two million. You got Metro at twelve. You got Metro Boom and Niagara Falls featuring Travis Scott Twenty One Savage at two hundred sixty four million. Mm-hmm. You have Lil Dirt All My Life featuring J Cole two hundred seventy three million. Is that what the is that what the chorus with the kids singing? Yeah. Okay. Every uh, time I turn the, the 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 car on and I switch it to the radio, that song has always been on. And I think uh uh I think it's on uh NBA 2K24 if I'm not mistaken. I think so. I hear it all the time. But yeah. I hear the chorus. I never hear the rap. Oh, okay. Uh number 10, we have Drake Search and Rescue 283 million. Number nine, we have Travis Scott's I Know, 288 million. I ain't never heard any of these Travis Scott songs, but I probably should just should, should try. We got number eight, Lil Uzi Vert, watch this. Arizona, Arizona Naders plug and B remix at 307 million. I don't know what that is. Nope. Uh number seven, we have Central C, let go. 269 million. Shout out to Central League because you a new face on this uh list. Because <laughs> everybody's listening like the same five people over and over again. Uh number six, you have Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice Barbie World featuring Aquila at horrible. 388 I million. I don't get Ice Spice at all. I guess it's because she's a girl and she's, you know, her body or something, but Rapping wise, she sounds like she's going to sleep half the time, man. Like, and she does that same triplet rap she does. Like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, we have Metro Boomin Trance featuring Travis Scott and Young Doug at four hundred fifty-four million. Mm-hmm. Number four, we have another Metro Boomin Too Many Nights featuring Don Tolliver and Future at four hundred eighty-one million. At number three, who people said he thought he was finished, but he, Gunner, will fuck you mean 
at 531 million. Oh, yeah, 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 that's a big one. <laughs> Number two, Dave and Central Lee Sprinter. At five hundred thirty-four million. Shout out to Dave and Central Lee. You knew one. You knew because everybody else is the same people over and over again. And number one is Doja Cat, Paint the Town Red, at seven hundred and twenty-three million. She got damn near a million streams on this. A billion streams. I'm sorry, almost a billion streams over this one song, Paint the Town Red. I don't like that song. I don't like her voice on that. She sounds like a Muppet. Mm-mm-mm. Most songs on the list. Number five is Ice Spice. Number four is Central C. Number seven. Oh, this is out of 100. It was actually 100, and I only did uh 20. So with the dish, the okay. most songs on the list is they're going through the 20 because I only mentioned Ice Spice once, and you know, uh, this is 100. Yeah, uh, 100. has to be way yeah. more. Uh, number five, Ice Spice with five. Number four, Central C with five. Number three with Drake with seven. Number two with Travis Scott with 15. Number one with Metro Boomin at 16. Mm. Most features on the list. Again, this is out of top 100. Like I said, I only did 20. But this is out of, they're going by the 100 list at most features. Number seven is Drake with three. Number six is Don Tolliver with three. Number five is J. Cole with three. Number four, Young Thug with four. Number three, Travis Scott with five. Number two, 21 Savage with six. And number one with Future with six. People listening to the same shit, the same artists over and over again. They're like, they don't listen to nobody new. Yeah, those are the biggest artists, though. But if you think about it, that's how that's how it's always been, though, if you think about it. I mean, yeah, top 40 or... Radio hits. Remember when we used to listen to the radio? This is even back then. He used to play the same songs over and over again. They still do the same thing. Right. It's just a different format. That's all what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to... I never heard of Central C before, but shout him out. Yeah. Uh, I've only heard a couple of those songs in passing whenever... Because we got Hot 97 up here. So mm-hmm. every now and then I'll turn over to Hot 97 to, to, to you know listen to what they're playing. Or what's out. So some of those songs I recognize, but um Metro Boomin and um Travis Scott, no. Like <laughs> and and they say that uh um Barack Obama put Central C in one of his uh top favorite songs in 2023, which is bullshit anyway, because he don't listen to none of that shit that he put down on that list. He listens to George Clinton, uh, old school rap, because you know he is from the old school rap era. Uh, who else he listened to? Oh, oh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Our Boys. That's the shit he listened to most of the time. He don't listen to none of that shit now. I don't even believe that list. He don't need to be in the media with that shit anyway. <laughs> oh, Dale, yeah. Dale, uh, oh, I, I gotta search and see what the hell he wrote down on his, uh, so I can laugh. Uh, let me see. All right, here we go. Hold on. <laughs> let, let me laugh at this shit. Uh, let me see. Uh, it's not a top list. He just wrote, uh, same thing we do. Just wrote songs he listened to. Favorite music of 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and you, Tim's. Uh, it never went away. Uh, my boy, John Batiste. Mm-hmm. 
Road to Freedom, Lenny Kravitz. Drink the River, Gabe Lee. Crazy Love, Rita Wilson and Keith Urban. Lose Control, Teddy Slims. Uh, I'm gonna mess this name up. Uh, Amp, Amp Piano. Uh, Asik and Amadi. Where You At, Brent Fires. Cast Iron Skillet, Jason Isabel, and a four, 400 unit. On My Mama, Victory Monroe. Victoria Monroe, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, La Bibi Remix, Young Lugavis, and Pasco Pluma. Where Where Are You, John Summit, and Helia. Toxic Trait, Stormy, featuring Fredro. I know it's not federal from Onyx because he <laughs> <laughs> Young and Dumber, Indiago D'Souza, Vampire Empire, Big, Big Thief, Sitting on Top of the World, Burner Boy featuring 21 Savage. Song is whack. My Love, Mine, All Mine, Mizaki, Unavailable, Davino featuring Music, music Keys. The Returner, Allison Russell, Warder, Tyler, America Has a Problem, Beyonce featuring Kendrick Lamar, Mid- Midnight Gospel, Elu Arire featuring Joseph Chameleons. I'm I'm tearing these names up to shreds, so y'all have to forgive me. <laughs> uh, Joiner, Blonde Shell. Cobra, Megan Thee Stallion. I don't believe that for a second. Uh, Since I Have a Lover, Six Lack, Sprinter, Dave featuring Central C. We just mentioned it. I Remember Everything, Zach Bryan featuring Casey Musgrave, and TQG, Carol G versus Shikara. I don't believe Barack Obama is sitting around listening to Cobra with Megan Thee Stallion. I guarantee you Megan Thee Stallion is talking about, about how good she's uh, good at sex, how fat her ass is, how she likes to shake her ass, uh, how guys be going down on her. What else do these young girls talk about? And I totally don't believe that Barack Obama is sitting around listening to that shit. That's not his real list. That's something that somebody wrote for him. Hey, what's hot out there? And they just tell him what's hot. Yeah, honestly, I wish they could do away with this because I couldn't care less what Obama's listening to anyway. So why <laughs> even make these, I guess, to get clicks and, you know, attention? I don't know. But. Yeah, so people can, his name is out there. So now naked people can be uh, uh, talking about it on social media and they can be having, you know, discussions and argument about it. And, uh, oh, how come you didn't put such and such on the list? You know, oh, man, I can't believe he on, he had his song on the list. You know, that type of thing. That's all because that guy ain't listening to that stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I say, majority of the stuff he listened to. He, oh, he listens to jazz records. He listened to Earth, Wind and Fire. He listened to Parliament Funkadelic slash George Clinton. I don't know if you want to put that all together as one or not. Uh, old school rap. He's he's in the old school rap now. The LL Cool J's, the Run DMC's, the Rock Him. He listens to that. He's he's that age. Who who, who else I'm forgetting? <laughs> oh, Prince, Prince, Prince. Every everybody his age like Prince. I ain't never heard nobody say they ain't like Prince. He's not listening to On My Mama, and he's not listening to Sitting <laughs> on Top of the World neither. Those are remakes. 
That's so sitting, is, I said that sitting on top of it. I've heard that sitting on top of it. It's just a remake of uh, Brandy. They just sampled Brandy in that one. I'm oh, like, okay. All right. I'm like, I heard that. I was like, man, did, I remember when that, that came out, dude. I don't want to hear you remake that and you rap over it. Or and, and what about the other one you just mentioned? On My Mama? Yeah, what's that uh, remake too? That one came out in the mid... That came out like in the mid... Two, I forgot who made that one. That came out like in the mid-2000s. Mm -hmm. that, so, that song is, is less than 20 years old. Yeah, so it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a remake. <laughs> he ain't listening to that shit. Ain't no way in hell. <laughs> well, that's what these lists are for anyway. Just like the list you made about the top 20, top 20 producers. Yeah. Is this where you just sit there and stir up controversy and talk about it and stuff? And that's what right. I say. Like, none of these, none of these songs or whatever they chose or whatever he supposedly chose is going to be that interesting to me because I know that, like, you know, they were chosen. The songs were chosen, or the producers were chosen for a specific reason. You know, so it, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 like, like you said, Obama, you know, we know damn well. How old is Obama? Uh, hold on. He got to be like what? I would say about 58, 59, maybe. Or yeah, is that too young? Gonna, he got to be in the tail end of his 50s, man. Uh, let me see. How old is Barack Obama? Barack Obama is. Uh, can we get a uh, hold he's on? Sixty-two. Okay, he's older than I thought. Now you actually old man listening to that, right? You actually think he listening to Megan Thee Stallion? <laughs> Let me hold on for a second. Now, now I want to hear. Well, read because we can't play it on here. Um, Megan Thee Stallion lyrics on Cobra. <laughs> I bet you it was uh, how she didn't how she sucked. This dude then went down on me the other day. I uh, bet you that's all it's about. I gotta laugh at that because there's no sixty-two-year-old man listening to that, man. No, hey, like, he older than I thought. My mom, my mom is like sixty-seven, sixty-eight. Like she's only a few years older than older than him. She'll scoff at anything that came out beyond, like after two thousand. Okay, here's here's what Barack Obama is listening to. Megan Thee Stallion, Cobra. This pussy is depressed. Hmm. Is I'm about to stress him. Yeah. Pink nails around his neck, huh? But this ain't domestic. A. Hey, think it's going down? High. Now he stands corrected. A. Hey, this pussy is depressed. Hmm. I'm about to stress him. Ah. That's what Barack Obama's. Is. Oh, okay. Here, here's here's another one. Here's another one. Hey, damn, I got problems. Never thought a bitch like me would ever hit rock bottom. Man, I miss my parents. Way too anxious. Always canceling my plans. Pulling up, caught him cheating. Getting his dick sucked in the same spot I'm sleeping. Lord, give me a break. I don't know how much more shit I can take. Hey, damn this. Why are you reading it like that? <laughs> <laughs> so she's talking about being depressed and everything. I guess that's that's her uh, introspective uh, uh, record. I guess I don't know, but it's we know he's not listening to that. Like I said, my mom, my mom's sixty, sixty eight years old. Like she won't, 
she'll barely listen to anything past 2000. And even 2000 is kind of stretching it. All right. So, like, why do they make the. I, I, no, I know why they do, but it's like people are dumb enough to sit there and, you know, argue with each other. Oh, how come you didn't put this on here? Oh, Obama's cool. Obama's my kind of guy, man. He's hip. He's still. He, don't, he hasn't been president for a long time now. Like, what right. does it matter? Yeah. If he was president, like, why would I care what the dude listens to? Dude should be doing his job in the first place. Right. Yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit, ladies and gentlemen. He's not listening to that. Yeah. To be honest with you, I don't really listen to to new music unless I, like, read somebody say, oh, such and such had a good album or something like that. That's when I check it. The majority of stuff I listen to is older stuff. And I'm not Barack Obama's age. Yeah, I mean, you heard what I listened to. So it's like, I... Well, you heard me talk about Metro Boomin and and uh, 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 Travis Scott. They've been out for a minute too, right? And I'm like, I haven't heard. I tried once. It's like a couple. I tried listening to Travis Scott once, and I was like, dude, this is just generic club music. Now these, I don't get what. what yeah. Obama's old enough to be my daddy, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The man is like, <laughs> the man, I, I, is, he's, he's way more hip to stuff than I am. So I guess I'm a square, you know. I bet you if I told him, yo, I got a, a Earth, Wind, and Fire box set, <laughs> I bet you he'd say, oh, yeah, wait, let me see it. Come yeah, on, now. First one to buy it, yeah. <laughs> well, anything else you want to talk about? I think that's it as far as uh, music is concerned. I don't think there's anything new or fresh that's supposed to be. It was the end of the year. I say this last quarter hasn't been that great, though. Usually the last quarter is reserved for, like, the bigger hits. Yeah, they don't do that no more. See, back in our day, as uh, Jay explained, at the end of the year, that's when all the heavy hitters will come out, the Mariah Carey's, the Jay-Z's. They were always, Beyonce, they will always release an album around the holiday season. But they really don't do that no more. I guess because, you know, people ain't buying music like that anymore. I guess, because, yeah, there's nothing major, major. I mean, there's been a few, like I did like the, the El Zio No record, but um, nah, there's nothing... Nothing that's really been like big or real interesting that's been released this last quarter that I could think of. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, James, we at the end of the show. Now tell us your <laughs> your social media again, because we ain't get it before. Shoot, you may as well say this show is my social media because <laughs> nothing else is going on in my personal life. I'll tell you what I need to tell you on this show. I'm the music man. That's all it is. So I'll just stick to that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can reach the judgmentals on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube at PNL Judgmentals, Instagram at the two underscore judgmentals, or you can email us at PNL Judgmentals at gmail.com. All right. All right, y'all. 